This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. Welcome to Front Row under the MCO with me, Juliet Jacobs and Tishao Eek. So in case you missed it, we are shaking up our programming here at BFM during the Movement Control Order. We're going to continue keeping you informed and up to date, of course, uh, with all hot button topics. And we're also going to keep playing all the music that you love. But we're also adding on a host of new segments to keep you company while you're at home. So here on Front Row, we're going to let you in on a whole bunch of interesting offerings available on various platforms that you can consume from home so that you get your daily dose of culture and entertainment right from your sofa. So on our first one, you know, we're really glad we stumbled across this one um, on World Art Day uh, Mm. today, which, you know, no less, uh, because it's genuinely unlike anything that we've seen before. It's quite difficult even to categorize this um, art form, but many have called them a performance collective. Mm. So, yes, we're going to be talking about two films um, available to stream for free until the 19th of April from a design studio and film video production company called Manual Cinema. So the company was founded about 10 years ago by Drew Durr, uh, Sarah Fornes, Ben Kaufman, Julia Miller and Carl Wegter. And what's unique about manual cinema is that it combines various techniques such as handmade shadow puppetry, cinematic camera work, sound and music to tell their stories. Yes, so it's a combination of a live theatre performance and film and can be consumed through the screen or in a live theatre setting. Manual Cinema incorporates overhead projectors, multiple screens, puppets, actors, actors pretending to be puppets, (laughs) cameras, sound design and even a live music ensemble. And in 2017, the company went on to clinch their first Emmy Award for a video titled The Forger, which they created for the New York Times. In 2018, they were even named Chicago Artists of the Year by the Chicago Tribune. But how and why did this production company start in the first place? Let's have a listen to what the folks from Manual Cinema have to say in this clip by the American Theatre Wing. Some of us came from theatre, from music and visual art, and we never expected to do more than one little show with one single overhead projector. We just liked working together so much and we liked working with the medium of shadow puppetry and music so much. And before we knew it, uh, we sort of had this company. Manual Cinema is a pretty collaborative group. We have five artistic directors and we all have a lot of different skill sets that we bring. We came together, kind of a visual team and, and a sound team. Julia Miller discovered uh, an overhead projector in her garage and decided she wanted to play with this this medium of, of shadow puppets. We started performing in Chicago and it kind of blossomed from there. We're really inspired by the constraints that our medium provides us. Our stories are told non-verbally and that constraint has led to a lot of creativity and new ideas. We started to see the possibilities of um, using this medium with uh, cinematic language. Uh, Things like scene changes and cuts and fades to uh, tell stories. Our first show, the audience really loved it and uh, we decided to kind of continue. 
So as we mentioned earlier, Manual Cinema is currently streaming two films for free until the 19th of April. This, of course, is in light of the COVID-19 pandemic and the lockdowns that are taking place around the world. So um, the first offering is a pretty dark and sombre silent performance um, film, uh, Ada Ava, it, uh, called Ada Ava. And it follows two identical twin sisters, which we only see the silhouette of, who are extremely tight-knit. Um, but one day during one of their routine afternoon sipping sessions, Ada dies mm. and left alone and feeling incomplete, uh, Ada goes on a sort of a spiritual journey in search of her vanished other half. The film is set in a gritty gothic city and has elements of supernatural fantasy and explores the sadness and mourning of a loved one. Sounds quite dark and depressing. Yeah. Exactly your cup of tea, I think, Julia. Oh, totally. <laughs> I mean, I know, you're right. It does sound like a huge downer, but it's really a very beautiful and heartwarming story. Um, that said, you know, it's probably not suitable for little kids to consume. I'd say it's appropriate for those aged maybe 13 and above, as it kind of, you know, it deals with very mature themes. Mm, okay, so um, what was the experience watching it? Because it's so different from a normal film, isn't it? Yes. You know, what really caught me off guard was that as things were playing out, you know, as the story was kind of chugging along, the camera would every now and then cut to what goes on behind the scenes. So we catch glimpses of the puppeteers, you know, we see what the sound and lighting guys are up to. Sometimes we see the musicians at work. And this wouldn't work at all in a regular film. I mean, can you imagine, say, I don't know, Harry Potter waving his wand at Dementors mm -hmm. and, you know, the movie suddenly cuts to John Williams waving his baton <laughs> at the orchestra, you know. But, of course, you know, that that's just out of there. But here it really does work. Yeah. And uh, so so this the same sort of um, uh, style is uh, adopted for our second uh, movie recommendation, which I'm going to talk about in a bit. Uh, and so it, it did seem it threw me off a little bit at first. Um, but after a while, you not only get used to it, you start to relish it because there's mm -hmm. something mesmerizing about the way manual cinema incorporates the goings on behind the so-called curtain into their storytelling. Because it's not, it's not just random cuts here and there. Um, Everything is planned out properly and they seamlessly guide you from inside the world they've created to what goes on behind the scenes and back into the fictional world again. So I think it really adds a layer of mystique to their storytelling. Yeah, and I really wish I could play you a clip from Ada Eva, but you know, it is a silent film, so mm. you'd be just hearing the sounds of the violins and the piano. <laughs> so instead, let's have a listen to what the creators of Ada Eva have to say about the inspiration behind this film. Ada Ava was one of the very first shows we started to make. And we began with the question of what kind of a story would work best in this medium of shadow puppetry. And we landed on the idea of identical twin sisters who live in a lighthouse and run the lighthouse. We thought that if you see identical twins in silhouette, there's already sort of a story being told. One of the sisters passes away, and for the rest of the story, we watch Ada cope with her loss and readjust her daily routine around the absence of her sister. I had recently lost my grandmother, and witnessing my grandfather adjust his daily routine around her absence provided the emotional fuel for Ada Ava. Ada Ava is pretty influenced by Hitchcock's Vertigo, and also we got excited about the styles of the German Expressionist films, like The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and Metropolis. 
Um, we added some more, you know, this kind of like horror element. So those were the creators of Ada Eva talking about what inspired and influenced them to tell this story. All right, let's talk about a um, happier performance uh, slash film now. And this one titled The Magic City, also by the Manual Cinema, is much better for kids aged five and above. So it's something uh, that parents can introduce to uh, their younger children. So um, The Magic City follows a nine-year-old girl called Philomena, who has a great love for building miniature structures out of books, toys and other objects from around her house. So when her older sister Helen who's also her only legal guardian, announces that she's getting married, the two sisters go to live in the mansion uh, owned by Helen's fiancé. And it's such a huge house uh, and Philomena is mostly left alone. She's also forced to make friends with her new annoying stepbrother. So what does little Philomena do? Well, she goes to the attic and builds the biggest miniature city she's ever made. And later that night, Philomena wakes up to discover that her creation has, has come to life and so begins her adventure. Oh, that sounds exciting. And so um, this one's a little different from um, Ada Eva in the sense that there's uh, incorporates puppetry with a live action. Mm -hmm. So you have uh, actors playing Philomena, Helen, the fiancé and the annoying stepbrother. Um, but at times they're also represented by puppets um, mm -hmm. of their characters. So um, it switches back and forth and it does the same thing of um, showing how the filmmakers are doing the work as well. And it seems actually, um, actually I shouldn't say this because obviously I'm not part of the production, but it seems that there's a bit more going on compared to Ada Eva um, because as the scene changes and they change much more rapidly mm. uh, compared to Ada Eva, which is a slower story. But with The Magic City, the scenes are changing from them going to, say, one part of the house to another. So each scenery, they quickly switch, you know, they, oh, they wow. bring in uh, like some sort of puppeting puppet rendition <laughs> of uh, a room, of the furniture, for instance. And so you can see it's uh, it's like clockwork. Lots of people are involved uh, in every single part of it. And it's amazing. Um, I'm sure there are edits being done as well, of course, but they just seem so seamless. It's almost like watching it live then, isn't it? Like it is watching, actually. Yeah, yes. watching a theatre production yes. of that. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, you get to see even the voice actors. Oh, nice. uh, because the the actual actors, um, it, it looks like they're saying their lines, but it's actually being voiced by someone else um, off camera as well. Okay, I think that's a great thing to show kids. You know, I mean, uh, you mentioned it's good for kids uh, five and above, so they really get to see how things are done, you know, yes. not yeah. just the, the finished product as mm. such. I I mean, even with Ada, Eva, I really didn't watch through the whole thing. I only watched a little bit. But I think for older kids, because um, you, you did say it's it's more appropriate for those in their teens, mm. it's a nice way to introduce concepts like uh, how to make silhouettes and, and uh, how light and shadow plays off each other. Right? That's right, yeah. And I don't know, for me, I've been teaching my child about death from a very young age. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. I know, it's terrible. But I'd like her to get familiar with The realities with of The life. realities mm. of it. I mean, when we lost, like, you know, the first puppy that she, that she found, you know, I needed to explain these things to of her, course, right? Yes. So, mm. yeah, I'd like to show her that, yeah. Yep. Um, so, with uh, Magic City, the same, it, there are similar adult concepts that you can use to explain to your younger kids. It's, mm -hmm. it's um, a sort of growing up story of a twin, I guess. Um, and it introduces concepts like loss because um, Philomena sort of 
loses her best friend and sister mm. when her sister gets engaged, right? And That's then right. she has to process and go through those that sort of emotional upheaval and moving into a new house, having to deal with a new uh, half-sibling. Um, so, a new stepfather as yes. well, right? So sure. a lot of uh, these issues um, and how she, it, it really um, does a good job at portraying her emotional um, process. Okay, all right. I mean, don't you find that most children's stories anyway, they, there's always some loss that the children need to deal with. You know, any yes. Disney movie, if you look at it, That's right, it yes. does deal with dark themes. Yeah. But um, yeah. but there's uh, also a lot more vibrant colours and uh-huh. the tone and music is very joyous overall. And uh, what's also cool is that uh, there's also an education supplement for the Magic City that you can download from the Manual Cinema website. So basically, it's like a pop quiz for your kids once they've watched it. That's awesome. So, you know, if you'd like to catch Ada Eva and the Magic City, all you have to do is head over to manualcinema.com slash watch. There's also a donate button you can click and contribute. Uh, you can click on and you can contribute as much as you'd like to help out the folks at Manual Cinema. As of course, you know, as around all the world, they are unable to do live tours now due to the lockdown. So. Oh. We're going to take a short break, but we're, we're going to leave you with a short clip from a scene from The Magic City. But stay tuned. We have another one after this quick break. Lucas had destroyed Philhellenia. All he did was ruin things. She let Philomena Zilla take over. Suddenly, she heard a sound beneath her feet. alone, Lucas. Looking around, Philomena realized she had fallen through a trapdoor into the attic. She turned on the light and gasped. Philomena and Helen had never had this much junk in their old house. Here, Philomena could build anything she wanted. She could build a city the size of a whole room. So Philomena started to build. She would build the biggest city ever. A fortress to keep everyone out. Welcome back to Front Row Under the MCO, where we present our special curated list of arts, culture and entertainment that you can experience right from your own home as you obey the MCO. I'm Jilla Jacobs and joining me is T. Xiao Ik. So if you're a fan of live music performances, then these last few weeks or so might have been a little quiet, but you know, might have been a little bit quiet for you. Because of course, with the movement control order in effect and everyone hopefully practicing social distancing, live events and gatherings are just not possible right now. Yes, but one thing that's happened is that many music acts have taken their shows online and are doing live virtual musical performances and one local venue that's been organising nightly online music performances is Jiao Tim KL they're doing a series called Home Edition and every night at 9pm they feature a local musician or singer presenting an hour long performance on Instagram Live Yeah, so if you've ever been to Jiao Tim KL you'll immediately notice it's art deco interior design and in line with that the venue is partial to jazz during its 
its live performances. However, the, um, these, you know, Instagram live performance, um, this lineup expands to meld jazz with all sorts of musical genres mm. and features the musicians performing from their homes because, you know, we're of all course. under the NCO. Right. <laughs> um, so it's much more, so it's a much more relaxed style of performance and most of the musicians are simply seated in front of their instruments and they alternate between speaking to the virtual audience, um, you know, to the camera and also performing. And of course, it wouldn't be Instagram if there weren't comments and likes and emojis and the performers often engage with these as well. So if you're lucky, they might even take requests. Ah. Ah, so something rather different from your usual night out to catch a show, but no less fun to watch. And a bonus, you can do it in your pyjamas. And- right. um, so far, Jiao Tim's home edition has featured the likes of jazz pianist Techa Siang, jazz performer Junji Delfino together with pianist David Gomez, singer Janet Lee, violinist Nisa and Adina and singer Clinton Jerome Chua. And what makes this series more meaningful is that Jiao Tim is actually using the platform to raise funds for Malaysian musicians in need. Um, after all, most musicians and live performers rely heavily on live shows for their livelihoods. And so this current MCO and the pandemic is leaving many of them with no means of income. So the performances themselves are free. As we said, they are on Instagram Live. Anyone can log on to watch. But viewers are encouraged to donate money if they can, which they can do at jiaotim.com. So the donations will be pulled into a fund and struggling musicians who are currently affected by the MCO and the pandemic can then apply for aid to Jiao Tim, which I think is a really nice initiative. Yeah, you know, it's a really tough time for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a great thing for, um, you know, that folks at Jiao Tim are doing. And we did say that they're doing a nightly show. So let's have a look at who they have coming up for the rest of the week. Week. So tonight, they will be featuring singer-songwriter and composer Puva. Um, to those of you who are fans of KL's live performance circuit, that name is, of course, you know, no no stranger, right? Um, mm-hmm. She's been a staple on the scene since 2005, and her style is a blend of um, rock, jazz, soul, and R&B, and she's known for her powerful voice and stage presence. So here's a taste of Puva's music. This is Better Believe Me. Powerful vocals, another well-known artist on the home edition lineup is Atilia Harun, who will be taking to the virtual stage on Saturday night. Atilia is a singer, songwriter, and actress who is equally comfortable recording in a studio or performing on stage. And thanks to her experience in musical theatre, has a great stage presence. She sings in both Bahasa, uh, Malaysian, English, and her signature sound is a fun blend of jazz, big band, and swing with a splash of soul. So here's a taste of that. Um, here's her song, No Fruit for today.
If a more modern jazz sound is your thing, you might want to check out Q Sound's performance on Home Edition on Instagram Live this Sunday. Q Sound is a singer, songwriter and trombonist um, who first arrived in Malaysia from New York to perform with the Malaysian Philharmonic Orchestra. He's got a very unique sound that brings together jazz, R&B, hip-hop, electro, soul, funk and classical music. And of course, a trombone has a special place in jazz music. So here's something that Q Sound did in collaboration with Danger Disco called free. So those are just some of the upcoming musicians who will be performing at Jao Tim KL's nightly series of live performances on Instagram Live, which will be going on as far as possible, um, you know, until the end of the MCU, most mm-hmm. probably. And if you're interested to check them out, it's every night at 9pm on Jao Tim's Instagram page. And there are also updates there on who the next performers will be. It's quite an uh, ambitious um, uh, project, I mean, yeah. to have nightly shows. Um, but I think it's a great way to introduce local names, um, mm-hmm. local performers to Malaysia. Malaysians who I think sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that good talent is only beyond our shores but yeah. we have as you've just heard we have really great talent here yeah. and here's a chance to check them out without having to commit to going out for a show you know <laughs> my major put off yes <laughs> yes and, and if you have kids right that, that's um, obviously something that's so far beyond our reach uh, to go out to Jiao Tim um, but yeah so here's a chance to be able to to watch them and of course they are raising funds alongside the shows um, 
um, to assist musicians who are struggling because of the current pandemic. So if you're interested to don- donate, you can visit jowtim.com. And Jowtim also welcomes musicians and live performers who might be in need to get in touch with them so that they can uh, uh, you know, guide them in getting assistance from the fund. Okay, so I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today's show. But if you have any messages, you can look us up on Facebook, uh, BFM The Bigger Picture, and drop us a message. We'll leave you now with a song from singer-songwriter and composer Joe, mm. who will be performing tomorrow uh, tomorrow night on Jiao Tim Kale's Home Edition. Here's No One But You by Joe on BFM 89.9. When I saw you move for the first time, baby I don't need attention, I don't need affection Cause I know that I'd be in trouble, baby I don't need connection, I don't need rejection Looking so fly in those kicks, grooving so hard with them sticks Got me thinking about your lips and how you kiss Dancing so good with your beats Never thought that you would be my fix But honey Cause you got my heart pounding, baby I need your connection, I need your love Moving smoothly with your body Playing so hard on your beats Got me thinking about your eyes And if you saw me All the kindness that you give Never thought that you were what I need But honey
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.